Good afternoon, my friends. Oh, bless the Lord, oh, my soul, and all that is in me. Bless the Lord. I want to talk today about lost souls matters. Lost souls matter. Yes, I brought it from the Black Lives Matter, but lost souls matter as well. No wonder the Lord says in John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he what gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. It's essential, and it's been the plan of God to redeem mankind, to buy back or win man back from uh, the enemy. Praise the Lord, Elder Koshan. Yes, lost souls matter. Jeremiah said uh, in 3 and 14, I am married, talking about the Lord, said, I am married to the backslider. I am married to the backslider. The backsliding Israel uh, have justified herself and had uh, made herself uh, unfaithful to God. She had turned her back on God, and Jeremiah is prophesying about this. Well, friend, for the Lord to be married to the backslider, basically saying, you may have left me, you may have went astray, you may have cheated and served other gods and other idols and become paganistic, but I will never leave you nor forsake you or turn my back on you. So, friend, rather, rather we're praying for a backslider or rather it is a uh, cold or indifferent individual. Uh, nevertheless, God is still concerned about the soul. He's still concerned about uh, the believer and the one that is out of the ark of safety, out of the fold. Lost souls matter. Well, friend, it talks about in Luke 15 and 7, joy shall be in heaven over one sinner, one that repenteth. And in the same analogy, it also, this parable Jesus was given, it also spoke of a couple of verses prior to that about how, about how if a shepherd has a sheep and the sheep out of the 99, one left the foal, uh, the shepherd would go and look for that one sheep. Uh, he would look for that one that was lost. Well, even so, friend, those of us that know uh, the will of God and purpose of God, uh, we are to reach out to those and try to win the lost at all costs. In the midst of uncertainty, in the midst of pandemic, we are still to be a witness. And those that are outside of the ark of safety that are hungry and or have a thirst or a yearning or a pulling that's saying, I need more, or I want to know God, this is for you too. I want to remind you and inform some and let others know that God is concerned about you, about your soul, about where you will spend eternity. And that is the job of those that proclaim the gospel to let you know uh, that the Lord loves you, that he's concerned about you. Let's talk about, friend, another, uh, the prodigal son, that parable. You know uh, the story where it was a young man, a prodigal son. The parable is a natural illustration, but it has a spiritual significance or a spiritual meaning. The prodigal son had left and asked for all his inheritance and left and squandered out all of his uh, finances in a faraway land and found himself uh, feeding the swine 
and living underneath, uh, beneath his privilege and what he was accustomed to. And when he came to himself and realized, look what I've done, he said, I'll go home. And surely as he went home, uh, the father saw him afar off, which indicate that the father had been looking for his return, was searching for him. And friend, well, what happened there was uh, we know the story when the prodigal son comes home, the father kills the fatted calves and rejoice and has a huge party. Uh, well, that's how uh, happy and how the Bible says heaven rejoices uh, when one soul comes in the fold. Surely this illustration is illustrating how God is so pleased uh, when someone comes to their self and repents and gives in and gives over to the Lord. It is something uh, for somebody to let God uh, have his will in their life, friend. Surely, surely it's a wonderful thing. And friend, we have another illustration about uh, the rich young ruler, and he was told to sell all you have and to come follow me. This is Jesus telling the rich young ruler to do this because he asked, what must I do or what could I do? And he says, I have done all of the commandments. I have not committed adultery. I have lived for you, uh, lived a life that was pleasing, that was moral. I had done this and the other. And the Lord said one simple thing, sell all that you have, because he was rich, and give to the poor, and then follow me. Well, it wasn't as much, we know, beloved, that the Lord needed his money, or but he wanted him to show him and wanted him to realize the seat of his affection, what was at his heart, what was most important to him, what he cherished the most was what that temporal thing that he had that tangible thing. And we all have to deal with this. We all have to come to a place in our life. What's more important to us than God? What's more important to us than living for him? What is holding us back? What is hindering us? What is hampering us from getting closer to him or to just giving in and giving over totally and fully to him? Well, when we realize that, uh, we have to uh, get rid of it. Uh, disassociate ourselves, shun it, and surely we will be blessed for having done that. Well, beloved, I want you to know lost souls matter. Uh, lost souls, friend, we have to do. The Bible says the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, the pray that the Lord will send laborers into the harvest. It's incumbent upon us to be the ones that will go out into the harvest and seek, search and seek for those that are lost, those that are in need of a savior, those that are searching that there's an emptiness, that's a void. And if it's you, beloved, if it's you, friend, that are looking and your heart is open and your mind is receptive and you've been searching for something, there's a void, there's an emptiness, you've been longing, surely we want you to know that God is just a prayer away. And you're not here by happenstance today, but a word is here for you to encourage you and to enlighten you and to uh, propel you to come to God and say, what must I do to be more like you? What must I do to be saved? Oh, beloved friend, be encouraged today. 
lost souls matter. I don't care what the situation, what the circumstance is, where you at, if you're feeling despondent or discouraged or you feel like giving up or if you backslidden and left God or you're in a place of religiosity, but you feel like there's more, uh, there's emptiness. I'm not being or doing all that God would have me to be. I know I have this title of Christendom, but I don't live a life that's pleasing to him. I don't measure up. Well, ask God to deal with you in a special way and pray that he would fill you and thrill you with the spirit. There's something about being in the church, but the church or the spirit of God not being in you. There's something about going through a form or fashion and having the look and the formality and the rigidity of a Christian, but not have the Christ in you. Oh, thank God for having the spirit of God living on the inside of you and I, friend, the spirit of God that keeps us and that helps us to do and be all that I can be. Well, what a friend, what about the rich man and Lazarus? We know, talking about lost souls matter, we know that uh, Lazarus went to heaven and the rich man found himself in hell. And uh, the rich man said, if you could just send Lazarus just to testify uh, to my brethren. Uh, he saw the torment that he was dealing with. He didn't want his family to go through what he was going through. And surely uh, we that know the words of prayer and know the purpose of God, surely, surely, friend, we are able uh, to and be concerned about that. Well, be blessed, friend. Be encouraged in Jesus' name. Thank you.